prayer. There's a lot of power in prayer. And so having a relationship with the Lord where you can just like know that everything that you're doing is to the glory of him is really important because otherwise you're like going to be overwhelmed and you're going to get drowned in all the things that you feel like you need to do. Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast. <laughs> My name is Will McElroy and I'm one of your co-hosts. Co one, one of your co-hosts. One of your co-hosts, yeah. We're just coasting uh, into the podcast. <laughs> uh, my other co-host is Jermaine Harrison. Hey, welcome guys. Glad to be here. And then also hosting with us is the Kaylee Pinkerton. It's great to be here. I wish you guys could see the way that Will uses his hands. In the <laughs> I know, we, need a, we need a video, we need a video portion element. of this. Yes. Yeah. And then our student guest for today is Mary Lauren Westover. Whoop, whoop. Hi. How are you, Melo? Great, I'm great. What, what school do you go to? Tell us a little bit I'm about yourself. I'm a senior at Trinity Christian Academy. Okay. Go Trojans. Okay. Yeah. Pinkies up. Mary Lauren, you want to know something funny? What? Fun, I, I learned today. I was today years old <laughs> when I wow. found out your last name was not Lauren. <laughs> For real? <laughs> no, you weren't. I was. Will. What? That's me. Your name was Mary We've Lauren. We've talked about this for sure. No, this I, feels right. This yeah. feels right. That was, that's mean. You, you've that's seen it. Mean. You've seen it on rosters yeah, for the trip. That's how tight we are is that... I like don't even know your last name. Like we're on you a first name. That we're, feels we're on like a first an name insult. Basis. Nah. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. That's good. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. okay. So you go to TCA. Yes. Right. And I, we we've heard rumors of this kind of crazy tradition you guys do. What 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 do you even call it? The carrot. The carrot. That's Just it. The that's carrot. The name. So tell us. Give tell us a little about rundown the about the carrot. The carrot is like a fictional creature. I don't know how else you would describe it. A living like, carrot. I don't know if it's living. I would assume. <laughs> okay. It's just I called the carrot. I don't I think it's been around since like my mom was at the school. So I think it's a very old tradition. Yeah. But like we'll come back. Normally when we come back from spring break, which we just did, there'll be like which didn't happen. But like or Christmas, the carrot will like put up streamers or like signs that say like Happy exam week or like Merry Christmas, like love the carrot or mm -hmm. which is just like it's just like a try an orange trying like it looks like a carrot, but it's very like basic, like looks yeah. very geometric. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, And they have streamers and like sometimes there'll be like carrots that will sit like that they'll throw and that will sit in the school for like months. That have <laughs> <No>. rotted before. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how this happens. So like but, who is the carrot? So like no one knows. It could be a student. Yeah. It could be an it administrator, be, a teacher. Yeah, the thing I'm a I cheer. I'm a cheerleader, and we have a closet because we like decorate the school for events. And in there is like all the carrot supplies. Huh. So everyone's always thought that it's the cheerleaders, which it isn't. Are you sure? I'm. Yeah. I'm that positive. Like what a cheerleader. I'm really positive. Are you a cheerleader? Say. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Mary. Lord, I have a question for you. <laughs> and if you don't want to answer it, we can always just. Go back and delete it. We can edit yeah. this out. Okay. But Mary Lauren, uh -huh. are you the carrot? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. I think it's my math teacher. <laughs> but Because no. he seems to know all the answers to the huh. questions that we ask about the carrot. But was, Carrot, was if you're your listening, math, was your math, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> was your math teacher a former student at TCA? 
Yeah, like, I think so. Well, then that's maybe. why he, he would know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Like, let's see he, your like, pockets. When it, when it happened, I think a you carrot just fell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it happens, he like, we're always like, his room's always more decorated and we'll ask him questions about like, he's being targeted. How it happened, gotcha, and he like, yeah. acts like he like, doesn't know, but then he'll laugh. I don't, I don't think it's him. That's okay. Just to be clear, Me I don't him, think and then he's decide. the guy. Hey, it's <laughs> one, of, one of the goals we're trying to accomplish from today's podcast is to get to the, just we need to find out who the carrot is. We got to get to the bottom of this. If you go to TCA and you know who the carrot is, DM us on Instagram and tell us. And we please, won't tell anyone else. Please <laughs> let us know. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> thanks for that, Will. That was the, the perfect way for us to, you know, just get to know a little bit of Mary Lauren's world yeah. and what it's like to be at Trinity Christian. But on that, just going to kind of do a nice little pivot to what we're really going to talk about today. And um, for today's podcast, we are kind of answering this question of how do I build my resume as a student, but not find my identity in it? And I think this is a topic that just being in youth ministry, I've had so many conversations with students of like, I, I've got to build a resume. I've got to get involved in certain things and just this like pressure that comes with it. And yet, um, as Christians, we know our identity is found in Christ and not our accomplishments, but the struggle is so real. And Mary Lauren, we are Mm -hmm. so grateful that you are here to help us talk about this idea of being worth more than your resume, right? And how to navigate the tension of Mm -hmm. building a resume, but not finding your identity in it. And so would love to hear from you just kind of to kick things off. What is the message that students, like what are people told when you enter into high school, just like about building a resume. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I remember was in eighth grade, there's this meeting that you go to that's like when you plan your classes and like kind of what you're going to do for freshman year. And like you even put an outline for 10th, 11th and 12th grade. And so I just remember like being at that meeting and kind of like that the first time being like you had always like known, oh, in high school, your grades matter. But like really the people that were speaking like, OK, this matters. You need to pick classes that are good. And with um, two older siblings, they had always told me or like going back and ske- like actually picking my schedule. They had always said, you need to pick the best classes that will boost your GPA and make you have the best grades. And like you got to think about like your colleges and like my siblings said that, but also like so did everyone else. And it was like, oh, are you going to take this hard class? Or so I think there was always this like focus on like, oh, making sure that you have the best things, especially just like with even just like picking your classes and the freedom with that. And like it wasn't even like ever talked about like as a resume until like kind of going into junior and senior year. But now looking back, I think I realized like even from that first moment, it was like everything that we like did in high school was kind of always pointed back to like what's going to look the best, what's going to like make you the most successful, which I think is just like like there's truth in that, but just like a kind of a setup for like failure. Uh, Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you're like, hey, there's some truth to it, but there's there's also a challenge to it where a school is supposed to prepare you to, you know, move on to what's next after, after high school, you know, whether that's college Mm -hmm. or some sort of career. So like literally that's their job and responsibility. Um, But like in that it's how it's received or how it might be heard by the different students, whether it be because of their personality or their upbringing, Um, the school and the administrators might be saying, Hey, it's, it's going to be helpful to strategically think through your classes um, for your future. And what a student might hear or interpret that as is 
you better do this and this and this or else nothing's going to work out for you, Mm -hmm. Um, which is unintentional, but just the reality. Yeah. And I think unintentionally it creates this kind of pressure. You know, you said you were, Mm -hmm. you hadn't even had day one in high school and you already Mm -hmm. heard start now, get in the right clubs. You got to have good grades. You got to be in the right classes. And, and unintentionally that can create this pressure that students feel. And so tell us about that pressure. How did you see that play out for yourself or for your friends when you heard like, all right, it's time to build your resume. I think there's a lot of comparison that goes into that because you can compare like there's like a clear differentiation between like the honors classes or the AP classes and like there's comparison with that and also just like the grades you make because like it's like become less as you get older but like very much like oh what'd you get on that or like when you take the um, pre-ACT pre-SATs it's mm-hmm. like oh who did who did better kind of thing and so I think there's a lot of like pressure to like you know that people are going to ask and you know that it's going to be talked about and so like you want to like how ha- you feel that pressure to like make it known that like you're you are accomplishing things. And even just like from the very beginning, like getting involved in all the clubs and all the sports. And like I think just like comparison goes into that, too, because it's like who's involved in the most clubs, who's playing the most sports, who's on varsity as a freshman and like just all of those things that like all go back to the focus of like, oh, how is this going to like build our resume? And I think high schools these days are just like very much like kind of force you to be goal oriented in order to feel successful. And when like everyone you're surrounded with is just like focused on like those goals, which like can like leads to a lot of success and like leads to great things. It creates like this pressure of like feeling like you're not good enough, but also feeling like you like have to reach a certain bar in order to like feel good about yourself and feel like Mm. you're successful Mm -hmm. in life or in school. Yeah. I also think there's a pressure of, at least there was for me in high school of acting like you're not feeling the pressure or act like you're not yeah. trying that hard. Like I remember, <laughs> like you said, there'd be times where I made a grade that was, you know, like an 85 and then my friends made a hundred on the test. And I was like, Oh, but I didn't try that hard. You know, yeah. I, only, I only studied yeah. like early this yeah. morning. Sure. Yeah, like I'm sure y'all studied so hard. And the reality was, was like, mm-hmm. I really wanted that hundred. I really was comparing myself, but just to make myself look better, I was just like, Oh, like I know I'm smarter than them, but yeah. they studied way more. And sure. so there's just, yeah, this awful pressure to also act like you're not feeling the pressure, which isn't helpful. And I feel like for me, I felt that pressure of, I just was so bad at time management because I just agreed Mm -hmm. to do everything because Mm -hmm. I was being like, well, what makes me look good? Kind of like you were saying, like, what's going to look good on paper? What are people going to be like? Oh, she's good enough for this college because I kind of uh, like associated like good resume equals good college. And Mm -hmm. then therefore I would like go to the club fair and be like, sure, I'll I'll do that. Sure, Mm -hmm. I'll do that. And just found myself like, doing everything and having no time for what I really cared about because I was giving it all away to just random things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it like even goes further than that. It's like good resume equals good college, which equals good uh, career options, which equals good life. And and you can go on and on and on. And the burden of all of those things, you know, on the weight of a literal 14 year old Mm -hmm. sitting, picking their classes (laughs) like, well, it's just like, man, that is that is tough. For sure. And Mary Lauren, would love to hear how have you navigated this? Like, let's let's kind of hear from you and just your Mm -hmm. personal experience. How have you navigated this pressure of building a resume while also Mm -hmm. just not totally finding your identity Mm -hmm. and what's on a piece of paper? Yeah, it's definitely like super hard. And I like haven't done it super well. And there's a lot that goes into that. Like, for example, for juniors and seniors, there's an opportunity to apply to be counselors on retreats for the sixth and eighth graders at our school. And so Last year, I applied with the mindset of like, my siblings did this, like, it's going to be super fun, like, it'll be great fun time. But like, in the back of my head, with just like the way the high school is, but also just like, 
this is going to look good, like leadership, like as a junior, like, mm-hmm. like for applying for it. Because there's like also just like at that point towards the end of junior year is like a lot like applying for colleges and like starting to like get all that together over the summer. And so in like going into it, I was like, oh, this will be great. Like it's going to be super fun. And like and I want to do good. Yeah. And then I didn't get that. And there was a lot of disappointment because I was like, my friends got it. Like, why am I not good enough with like the setup of the way that they were picking? And I think like it took like self-reflection and self-awareness to like be like, okay, like wasn't going into that with the right mindset, like for like selfish reasons of like, I'm going to go have fun and I want this to look good for applying for schools and just like the resume aspect of it. But like knowing like now, like that that's not the purpose and that like it's truly just like for those sixth and eighth graders. Mm -hmm. And so that's just like one example of like, yeah, it's it's such a, a it's such a tough tension because on the one hand, you know, depending on your life circumstance and situation, like man, you should really try to get some good grades or you know, get involved in different things to help pay for college if that's something you really want to do and um and so so there's that legitimate side of it, but then there's also the like oh, but how is this going to make me look or how are people going to view me and mm-hmm. like the the pride that goes with it. And mm-hmm. and it's a tough tension to to hold. But I think um, both are important. Like if you're listening and you're a student, like you should work hard. Yeah. Like, you know, what none of us are saying is, oh, just 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 hang out. Just, you know, be loosey goosey in, in high school and everything's <laughs> going to be great. Like no one's saying that. But at the same time, there is a. Um, okay, this is an ultimate um, and I shouldn't be marked or defined by it while I work hard. Totally. And I think um, as believers, Jermaine, what you're saying resonates so much. And Mm. um, I think God's word has a lot to say about how we navigate things here on this broken world. Um, And the same can apply for just, you know, being a student that has to build a resume and looking ahead to the future. And Mm -hmm. so Mary Lauren, just being a believer and having a relationship with God, how does that affect the way that you think about building a resume in that whole process? I think just like looking through the Bible, you just see story after story of relationships of characters and people in the Bible with God about just like their um, actions being fully God breathed and like their motivation behind things that they do being just like to the glory of God and that leading to like fruitfulness and a like true and right relationship with him. And so I think being in high school, there's a lot to look at um, when you're build when you're building your resume, per se, about like what's what the purpose is behind that. Because I think I've like realized, and like while it's still a struggle every, every day to realize that like if God isn't behind it, then like you're not going to be successful. And so there's the burden of feeling like you have to be successful, but also if that's apart from God, knowing that like it never will be. Um, yeah. Amen. Which is just like difficult, but I think like prayer. There's a lot of power in prayer. And so having a relationship with the Lord where you can just like know that everything that you're doing is to the glory of him is really important because otherwise you're like going to be overwhelmed and you're going to get drowned in all the things that you feel like you need to do. Yeah. You keep referencing like to the glory of God. And that's a reference to first Corinthians 10 31, which says, um, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to glorify God, which is to make him known, make him famous, make him um, uh, more attractive to a watching world, a broken world. And so I think that that when we think of our resume, that that's what we should think of. Like, how does this glorify God and not 
glorify me because we're all mm. tempted to do that. Um, because the reality is what, what should be on our resume is redeemed by Christ. Like he has saved us, mm-hmm. um, given himself up for us. And the second part is that God is writing my story. Like I think of Psalm 127, I think it is where it says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. And so in what that verse is saying is at the end of the day, it's God who's in charge and God is the one who's writing your story. And we would do well to surrender ourselves to that reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's so good. And I think for me, it's, when I look back on building a resume, applying for colleges, the whole process, like the ultimately the goal of having a good resume is like it leads towards acceptance somewhere, mm-hmm. like acceptance from a college. And as a believer, like my acceptance is already found in the Lord. Like no matter what I do, God loves me. I am his. I am chosen. I have full acceptance. And there is such a security for me to remember that eternally, like we've been talking about as I think about like how do I work hard for like maybe a job acceptance, a collegiate acceptance, whatever it may be, because we can work hard. Like we've talked about working hard for God's honor, but ultimately like rejection from a school or rejection from a club or a position in high school does not compete with like acceptance and full, just like love from God. And so Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. comforting for me at least. I, uh, I'll speak from the alternative point of view because <laughs> I was not uh, feeling enough pressure, I guess, whenever I was a <laughs> senior in high school <laughs> because and and part of it was going back to what I was earlier is like I was trying to be like cool and act like I didn't really mm-hmm. care. And so I really wasn't feeling like the pressure. And I, I know other kids that are like that. Like I, I regretted it. I think Jermaine references first uh, Corinthians and just says, like, do all things to the glory of God. Well, being lazy does not glorify uh, God. Does not honor your parents, uh, and so there was like my freshman year, I'd, and and I regretted it because there were probably some scholarships I could have applied to, but out of laziness, I just chose not to, and so um, I I had to take on some debt, you know, and and so it was just truly out of laziness that I didn't do that. And so, mm-hmm. um, again, like I, I know we keep using the word tension, but there is that tension of just truly just uh, do all things to the glory of God. Yeah. And so that means balancing, not being lazy, but also not putting your entire worth in your resume. Mm. That's good. And yeah, we need this. We need the Holy Spirit to do that because it's yeah. not easy to navigate yeah. that. And so thankfully in Christ we do. And so kind of to wrap things up, Mary Lauren, let's, let's talk to the kid right now who's so stressed out. They are just feeling the pressure of having a perfect resume, of having perfect grades, um, just looking good on paper, you know, and that's kind of all consuming. What's one final piece of encouragement you'd give to that student today? Well, it like might sound harsh. I think it's really important to know that there is going to be a struggle in that. And like it will, like it's not always going to be easy. Like the Lord does not promise us an easy life. But I think like inviting the Lord in um, to like what your motivations are behind everything you're doing um, can like, lift a lot of burdens and like free you from the weight of that because just without him I've just like found life to be super overwhelming and to like like accepting the reality of that like we can't do it on our own and so I think yeah just like knowing and like especially like if I had gone into high school with like the mindset of more this isn't going to be super easy but like with the Lord I've got it versus I got it all I can do everything I think like I would have had a lot easier time just like kind of like achieving and like having a goal-oriented mindset but not like letting that be my identity and then like becoming like feeling like a failure when there isn't success in that and so I just think like inviting the Lord in to your actions but also like being self-aware and that like 
he'll be there, but it mm-hmm. like isn't going to be perfect. Yeah. I, th- I feel like, you know, to your point, like a great question for anyone listening to this, obviously, especially students every day is like, man, am I making this decision? Am I choosing to be a part of this or trying this to put it on my resume for the glory of me or for the glory of God? I think it's just a really revealing question and it should be accompanied by a prayer of like, Lord, help me to 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 care more about what you care about and how you view me than how I'm viewed by others. I think that that's healthy and that might lead you to the most faithful thing of being involved with that, you know, that 6th or 8th grade camp and it might be on your resume and it might look great, but that the ultimate goal and the posture of your heart was how do I honor God and serve others and um gain this experience that will be helpful for me in, in life. Yeah. So. And Jermaine, everything you're saying is Galatians 1.10. You know, am I now seeking the approval of man or the approval of God? And yeah. so that heart check for us. And, you know, I was even thinking of like final encouragement is like, hey guys, work hard, build your resume, but like, don't be a glory thief at yeah. the end of the day. You know, yeah. we can work mm-hmm. hard and we can honor God with yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Will, any final thoughts from you? No, this was so great, guys. I think I was just really encouraged. And, and just as a recap, just by Resumes aren't bad. They're not. They're not good either necessarily. It all depends on why we're doing them and and the motive by, behind them. It's like, are we seeking man's approval? Are we hoping that people are impressed by our, our accomplishments, or is it truly just like, um, hey, I I did these things because I love them and I was able to glorify God and encourage others while doing them. And, mm. and so, just where's your mind? I think everyone listening is where is your mindset uh, behind the the activities you choose to or choose not to do? Um, yeah. That's good. So, Mary Lauren, thank you for, for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is so First fun. Name Mary, last name Thanks. Lauren. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Which makes no we sense. love it. But, uh, hey, guys, we're, we're so glad you joined us for another episode. If you have a question um, or anything you want us to talk about, feel free to DM us on at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram, and yeah. we'd love to talk about it. Let so, us know. Let's see you all know. next time. Hi, see you guys. We'll see you. And if you're the carrot, don't forget, reveal yourself. Yes, please. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> see ya.